Ascent 4 PCI is the latest big trial to examine facilitated PCI, combining both thrombolysis and a primary percutaneous procedure. Acute MI patients were randomised either to PCI alone or to the combination, with the lytic given as soon as possible after randomisation. At the European Society of Cardiology meeting in September, we'd heard preliminary results suggesting that PCI alone was proving a better choice. And at the AHA, Franz van der Werf presented near-complete data from the targeted 90-day endpoint, which confirmed that earlier picture. What we have presented in Stockholm was 30-day mortality and not the primary endpoint, which is the combination of that congestive heart failure and cardiogenic shock up to day 90. So now we have these data completed in 99% of the patients and it confirms what I have presented in Stockholm, a negative result for facilitated PCI with a highly significant difference favouring for this combined endpoint primary PCI alone. Can you give me the absolute figures for this combined endpoint? Yes, so at 90 days for this combined endpoint it was 18.8% in the facilitated PCI versus 13.7% for the primary PCI alone arm. Statistically significant difference. And is that difference driven by any of the particular endpoints that fall within that combined endpoint? It's driven by the three components almost equally. But if you look at these single components separately, for none of these there is a significant difference. But they all go in the same direction and therefore the combined endpoint is statistically significant. What about mortality alone? Because at 30 days you were seeing quite a, a stark difference between the two groups. But it seems as though that reduction has lessened as you've gone out from 30 days to 90 days. That's absolutely correct. We still see a difference. I have the exact figures here with me. It's 6.7% for facilitated PCI and 5% for primary PCI alone. And that difference is no longer statistically significant. So indeed, the difference became a bit smaller, but still the trend is there if you look at all the components of the combined endpoint. And for stroke also, you've seen big differences between the two groups. A huge difference between the two groups. The stroke rates in the TNK plus PCI arm are what we would expect, similar to all the other ascent trials. The big surprise is that there was no ischemic stroke in the primary PCI arm. What then are the ascent for PCI results telling us about strategies that hospitals and health authorities should adopt? Well, clearly we cannot recommend, and in fact we think it's contraindicated to give full dose lytic in a population studied in this trial. Is this the end of facilitated PCI? I don't think so, because if you go in more detail to some subgroups, and especially the patients treated in the ambulance, there we see a benefit. In fact, mortality at 90 days was 1% lower in the patients who got TNK before the intervention, when they were randomized in the ambulance. So we have to look at it more carefully and Perhaps in another trial, we have to focus on these ambulance systems and, and only randomize patients there. That's one point. Another point is that we realize that our antithrombotic therapy in the TNK arm was probably insufficient. When we designed the trial, there were no data available on, on clopidogrel. Uh, maybe an oxaparin could be an alternative. Uh, we will know that in March next year when we have the data of extract. So all these things need to be reconsidered, and it's likely that there will be 
another trial incorporating these aspects, as I mentioned now. It's particularly interesting that you find the difference between the results from patients who are randomised in the ambulance compared to patients who are randomised in the hospitals. Do you think there could be simply an effect of health systems here? The trial was conducted in a large number of countries. It may simply be that the countries with the more sophisticated developed healthcare systems were the ones that were able to randomise in the ambulance. That's correct. And for example, the results of this trial, if you look at France, which has a, a well-established ambulance system with physicians on board, there the results are in favour of facilitated PCI, which indeed supports what you say. While we're waiting for the results of further trials to be done, if you were giving recommendations to countries as to what they should do, would you be saying primary PCI, if you can, lytics, if not still? I think these data are not going to change the guidelines in the sense that if you are not going to offer PCI to a patient and you decide to give lytic therapy, you do that as before. If your system allows primary PCI within the, the guidelines recommended time window, you still do that. What you should not do is if you send the patient for immediate PCI to give them a full dose of lytic. Franz van der Ver from the University of Leuven in Belgium.